Welcome to My Heart, His Words, a podcast that pushes pause on life just long enough to focus on a moment and capture the beauty in it. Thank you for joining us for episode 20. There's nothing easy about a pandemic, but it's not the first time our world has faced a crisis, and I'm thinking it won't be the last. So what do we do when life is hard? Where do we turn when every path leads the same direction? I mean, pandemics can rarely be escaped by a road trip or vacation. By their very nature, they're generally inescapable. So here we are, staying home or wearing masks when anywhere else, and all the while wondering when this will all end. My daily Bible reading is centered on the life of David right now, the shepherd boy turned king who made a name for himself when he faced Goliath with five smooth stones. The Israelites must have felt a lot like us that particular day. Their enemy wasn't a virus, but there was no denying the truth. They were up against a nation who was pressing in hard and determined to destroy them. And when David showed up with bread for his brothers, I don't think anyone expected him to join the battle and win. But they didn't know what we know. They didn't know David had been preparing for this day for a very long time, protecting sheep by fighting off all sorts of wild animals with his bare hands, had built some very special strength and courage. And singing praise songs in between had built some very deep trust and confidence in a God who had created both the sheep and the wolf. So maybe this pandemic is our Goliath. And what we've been doing up to today has prepared us for this moment all the battles along the way, those many moments when the enemy slipped in and tried to get the best of us, but lost. They were just getting us ready for this war. Think about it for a minute. After all we've faced, we're still here, even if our faces are covered. So what do we do with COVID-19 and the fact that today is Good Friday? A phrase, by the way, that's never made sense to me. Is there anything good about the day Jesus hung on a cross? Why isn't it called Sad Friday? Shouldn't we have saved the word good for Sunday? Good Sunday. I like that so much better. Maybe that leads us to the answer to the earlier question. Good Friday was never really good. It was believing Sunday was coming that made it bearable. And maybe the way we face today with our faces covered is by knowing and believing the very same thing. Sunday is coming just as surely as this pandemic will end in time. And the many battles God has carried us through already are reminders that He's still carrying us today. The difference this time is that we're all being carried at once. David faced Goliath carrying five smooth stones, but he only needed one to win the war. Jesus faced the cross carrying the weight of the sin of the world on His shoulders, but He only had to move one large stone to win the war. We're facing a pandemic with covered faces and empty hands, but it's the rock we're standing on that will ultimately win this war. The same rock that's pulled us up out of pit after pit. Even if we never realized it, we've been preparing for this Good Friday every day of our lives, just like David and Jesus prepared for theirs. We've been building strength, courage, trust, and confidence all along the way. So today, put your armor back on, pick up your sword, the battle is the Lord's. 
With covered faces, may we all, like David, face this Good Friday with the very same words. Come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty. 1 Samuel 17, 45. May this Good Friday be the best Good Friday ever because we know deep in our hearts an even better Sunday is coming. And so is a world without COVID-19 in his beautiful and perfect time. I love you all so much, and we're going to make it. Well, Ben, hello. Hello, Tammy. How are you? I'm good. I'm going to switch over, you know, our wonderful technology. I'm going to take you off speakerphone. Okay, technology at its best. I saw a meme the other day that said, I am Zoomed out. Oh, listen, if I never, ever, ever, listen, it, it's been a, a wonderful blessing. It really, really has. But if I yes. never see another Zoom screen in my life, I will count it a blessing. I am. I mean, I hope, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to Zoom when this is all over, but um, I have a feeling we're all going to be stepping way back. You know, with most of the churches and most of the organizations now taking advantage of, you know, Zoom's offer of doing the up to 100 people for the maximum of 40 minutes. Um, yes. You know, we've been doing our elders meeting and our Sunday school classes and everything like that. I, listen, I can get used to the 40 minute concept. Yes. Yeah, that, that's been a, uh, that's been a <laughs> that's nice a thing. That's a good ending. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, uh, was thinking, and I, you know, I think a lot, but the whole Good Friday thing, I put this blog post out and I've had several people comment um, about the whole reasoning behind Good Friday, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a, it's a Good Friday because we know, we know what's going to happen on Sunday, but there's just that human part of me. And I thankfully, I've seen a couple other people that say they struggle with that word too, describing this Friday. Um, but the, the, I guess because the human part of me is like, man, that was not a good Friday. Yeah, well, it was it was good for everyone except for one man. Exactly. And then that one it, man knew what was coming, and he said that it was going to be good because of what lie before him. Yeah, the you joy. Know, yeah, the, the joy, as, yeah. as Hebrews puts it. But yeah, I, I listen, I get it. It's the same thing. It's a perspective thing. It's one of those things we can look at it and go, hey, today is a day to be celebrated because we know that Sunday's coming. Uh, right. You know, the, even the disciples back then, even though that they had been told time upon time upon time, you know, hope was dead at that point. Yes. It was just They dead. thought, what, what have we... What have we gotten ourselves into? Who were we following? How could we have, you know, been so tricked by all of this? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, with all of this COVID-19 stuff going on and, you know, we're not going to get be with each other on Sunday, um, <laughs> it's almost like on top of this being a really sad day for Jesus it's hard to not feel a little bit sad about the Sunday that's coming just because we're not going to all be together praising God. So I think, I think it's just a very, very strange Easter. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this is, um, you know, it's, it's one of those, again, it's a perspective thing, but you know, it's easy to find silver linings. It's easy to see where God's working and what he's doing. But at the same time, just about everyone, um, alive today, not everyone, but just about everyone is we're facing this situation that we have no grid for. 
You know, we, we have had zero examples uh, other than out of the annals of history books. Um, exactly. But I that, do, That's what I... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. That's man. okay. I do love how you started this devotion today with talking about David. Uh, because, mm. you know, one of the encouraging things, one of the silver linings that we can look at is throughout biblical times, um, isolation mm. was a theme I mean, oh, Old Testament true. and New Testament. I mean, if you look at, you know, Paul's ministry is bookended yes. by prison sentences, basically. Yes. And, you know, the most influential writer in the post-Jesus time frame is someone mm-hmm. who did the majority of his writing in isolation. So true. And then you look and, at, I mean, yeah, you look at David, you look at Ezekiel, you look at Jeremiah, you look at Elijah in a lot of different, you know, times. Right. There right. was, and just imagine the period that Noah and his family, you think it's bad in oh. your house with your family <laughs> no. now. I mean, hey, at least we can take a walk out into the lawn or something. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that ark, that that had to get, I mean, talk about 40 days of quarantined. Yeah, well, I mean, and it, that was just the period that it rained. They were right. on there That's much, true. They much were on longer. That's true. Yeah. Much longer. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So this is not uh, well, outside. You know that just that that gives me um, that that encourages me to look back and and again just to understand that this is not this is the first time we're dealing with this. It's not the first time God's dealing with this. No, no. He. I I, I wonder sometimes. I know it's there's different levels of difficulty. I mean, I think about the people on the front lines and. Um, you know, one of the girls in our Bible study last night, she's a nurse who's single and she, so she lives alone. So she's either at work dealing with this, you know, intense, serious situation, or she's at home all by herself. And it's, it's, you know, it can get to you, mm, um, the yeah. things she's seen. Um, and, you know, but then there's, for, for me personally, yes, we have had some changes in the dynamics in our home um, because our oldest son and his a wife and their, you know, little one came back from France unexpectedly and are now after self-isolating there with us indefinitely looking for a job, looking for a place to live in Knoxville. And it's wonderful to have him here, but it's hectic. You know, it's a different pace. Sure. But on the scale of like suffering, I mean, we have water, we have electricity, we have food. This is a far cry for us from what I would call the wilderness, you know? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And so I think perspective, you know, just to be able to count our blessings, to be able to say, okay, at least this, or I'm thankful for this. At the same time, I don't think there's anything wrong with sitting down every once in a while and just, just saying this is hard. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, this is just a tough, Well, look at the Well, look season. at the book of Psalms. I mean, here you have mm. David, the man after God's own heart, who's just mm-hmm. on this roller coaster ride, and you know, and you you reference this maybe being our Goliath moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, who knows? But if if it weren't for the fact of David being in that wilderness, the Goliath moment would have never happened. Mm. You know, without without his private relationship yes. and dedication and reliance on God, then the public showing of his favor. Would have never, never been possible, happened. and that um, you know, we, I went out to the West Coast one time, and we toured one of the the larger water dams uh, uh-huh. on the West Coast, and they were just talking about how big, you know, how much of the concrete and how big the visible portion of it was. But 
like three times, you know, 75% of the mass of the mm-hmm. dam itself, you can't see. And it says it's without that 75% wow. that you can't see, this 25% would be absolutely useless in wow. what it's doing. And that really kind of struck a chord with me that it's the mm-hmm. things that happen in isolation. It's the things yes. that happen in private. It's the things that happen that no one sees that propels us for those th- for those moments, those flashes of when it is seen publicly or when it is Ooh. out in the to in the you know the visible realm it's those private moments that yes. make those public moments possible but yet we want to focus more on the public moments sure exactly so so just taking that carrying that uh, line of reasoning along what if <laughs> this is kind of scary but what if this season maybe this season isn't our goliath maybe this season is giving us time to be prepared for that Goliath that we go. may face that go. we may face after this. And so that's that's one thing I was thinking about yesterday was you know what about the Tammy before COVID-19 do I want to never bring back? You know what what parts of that Tammy need to go and mm-hmm. what parts of that Tammy need to be refined and what parts need to carry on and how I guess how can God works in the wilderness? I mean, he did it all the time. He sent Jesus right after he was baptized into the wilderness to be tempted by the Holy Spirit. And I think there was a reason for that. I think that God needs us in the wilderness to do some mighty work. And so maybe the question is, how different are we going to be when this is over? Right. Well, the reality of the wilderness experience, Scripture tells us that Jesus was led into the wilderness mm-hmm. by the Spirit. But led. He, yeah, but it says that he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. Ooh. So he had a leading to go in by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then even Jesus, the Son of God, fully God himself, yeah. was yeah. led into the wilderness by the Spirit. He came out in the power of the Spirit. So there's there's talk. power in the wilderness. Yeah, so talk to me a little bit about coming out by the power of the Spirit. Well, you know, it was right before Jesus started his earthly ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are just these moments because we see Jesus returning back to isolation throughout his entire, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. really, we don't, we don't know mm-hmm. a lot. We don't know really anything from a biblical perspective from the ages of 12 to really 30. Right. Um, but we do know that one of the first things that we see happen you know, in these in this early 30s time period is mm-hmm. that he, you know, is baptized. Then he goes into the wilderness and, mm-hmm. and God works in him. And we've got an account of, you know, some of the temptations, but right. that wasn't, that didn't take up the whole time in the wilderness. No, no, and there was then, more. And so there was shaping, there was forming, there was this maturing of mm-hmm. even Jesus in his relationship had with to be God. Perfected. Right. <laughs> As he was going you know, through this time, and then we see him almost gravitating back on a mm. you know regular basis to these mm-hmm. moments of isolation. Because yeah. whether they're enjoyable or not, I think that Jesus saw that there was power in mm-hmm. isolation with mm. God, and there was a yeah. maturation, there was a spiritual development that took place that yeah. I think that probably a lot of us are seeing right now. Mm-hmm. That we were just like. I just I wasn't doing this when right. all of these other you know things I thought were essential yeah. uh, weren't so essential and right. I can feel myself you know, and, and that's you know if I'm giving 
not even spiritual pastoral advice here, but if I'm just right. giving practical counsel uh, mm-hmm. to our listeners, be thinking about what this is going to look like as we come out of it in your life. Yes. Because we did not know, even though it felt like a light switch was flipped, you know, mm-hmm. the reality of it was it wasn't from one moment that we find out that COVID-19 is a thing. And then right. the next moment, we're at the stay-at-home orders that you and I are under in the state that we're right. in. Right. We stepped into this. It, at first, it was like no gatherings larger than 200, then no yeah. gatherings larger than 100, then 50, then yeah. 10, then 6. And, yeah. the, you know, yeah. we we stepped into this thing. Yes. And I, I I just have a feeling that normal is what we knew it beforehand. We're never getting back there. Never. We are, no. This is changing the landscape of our lives forever. We will step closer back mm-hmm. to normal than what we are now. But yeah. what elements, like you said, what elements do I need to leave in isolation? Yes. Uh, and then what moments do I need to take with me? And we've got to understand that this is going to be a process of coming out of this thing. Yeah. As yeah. well. So we have to look at this and say, okay, God, you're teaching us lessons. Number one, I want to learn all of them because I don't want to all fail this test and have to go no. back and do it again. Please, no repeats. Uh, yeah, but what what are the things that you have shown me through this process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I need to keep as a value when we come out yeah. of it? Yeah, yeah. And 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 what are the the gifts that have been given in this time that that maybe are, they've always been there. We just took them for granted. And now we're suddenly like, whoa, I really love this part of my life. And I, I want to take, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take this with me. Well, we've got, we've got Easter coming up and that just mm-hmm. a little bit of an illustration. I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot on this no, episode. Please, so, please. Uh, you know, we have Easter coming up on Sunday. I yes. know that, um, you know, still to this day that my wife gets me an Easter basket okay. every year. And, and like with, with Rachel growing up, um, sure. I think that what we're experiencing now, I, very few of us are experiencing absolute new things. We're right. just experiencing things that we've always experienced on a deeper level. On a deeper, deeper it, Yeah, level. and it's kind of like the Easter basket because mm-hmm. typically there's a gift involved in the Easter basket. And most of us will rifle through and shuffle through yeah. the candy to get to the present. Looking for it. Right. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, we all always enjoy the candy mm-hmm. of the basket too, but that's yeah. not what has our attention at the beginning. Right. What if these things are kind of like the candy of the Easter basket mm. that we're seeing now that's always been there, that yeah. we've always enjoyed, but we've taken for granted. Yes. But whenever the option of these bigger gifts are taken away, Yes. Then there's a new level of appreciation for the Reese yes. cups that I'm going to find in my basket. Yeah, I love it. I love it for the just the blooming flowures in your yard. Just yeah. the yeah. Just thank Ben, maybe even the dandelion. Oh, I knew you were going there. <laughs> Listen, I got off the I'm lawnmower just, just about 40 minutes ago. Uh, took care of those things. I'm going to walk back out a little bit later this evening, and they are going they'll to be, be they'll be back mocking me. They'll be back mocking. They, yes, me. they'll be laughing. Tammy, laughing did in you did you get to see my video that I posted of uh, my mowing experience? When did you post it? Oh, it's been a while ago. You need to go to my oh, YouTube account. I, it's yes, a it's okay. a 49 second video. But go to just, tell me what to type in on YouTube. Just just search for Ben James. Okay, uh, Ben James mowing. Wait. 
Yeah. Everyone, please go watch this. Okay, I will watch this. This sounds hilarious. It's it's epic <laughs> in its nature, oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh. But now that I've derailed well, this, go ahead, Tammy. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. No. I um, I think... I think just as we're, you know, we're, we're in this good slash not so good for, you know, Friday, this really, if you think, if you sit and really think about what was happening really about this time in the afternoon, um, on that day, it's, it kind of takes your breath away. It takes your breath away. And I think that because we're in this pandemic Everything seems more intense. I don't think usually, I mean, yeah, people posted things about Good Friday or they posted Happy Easter, but I think people are really feeling it at a deeper level, like you said. And so I think, you know, we're going to go through tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, and then Sunday morning. I I do think that even though we're not going to be worshiping together in person, I think these online services are all over are going to just be amazing. Agreed. And I, I, so I just, I do, I encourage everybody that's listening to, to get online and find one, two, three, I don't care how many services you watch, but give, give Easter to God. Amen. Give the resurrection day to the one who was, you know, conquered death and um, moved that stone so that we don't have to fear the most, you know, the scariest thing imaginable is dying. And yet, with that hope of heaven, I mean, we can, we can do this, and we're going to make it. We are going to make it. Um, that's that's kind of my last little thought there. Fantastic, I love it. Well, I want to wish everybody a very happy Easter, and just let everybody know we love them, and we're praying for them. And if there's some way that they need help. Um, to either you know reach out to us through one of our means that you can share you know, about in just a minute, or or to a church or to someone on Facebook. Don't if anybody's listening to this and you're all alone and you're just really really struggling, please please by all means know that you're not alone and that you're loved and there are people just waiting to be there for you. Amen. Um, and Ben, would you mind closing in prayer? Sure, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all the blessings that you have given us. Uh, We thank you for this time, even though um, on the surface it's difficult and troublesome and probably a stretch to find blessings uh, in a lot of different ways. We do thank you for uh, the way that you are keeping us close, the way that you are extending your grace and mercy to us. And God, we just pray that you continue to draw us closer to you as we go through this time. We ask that you keep your hands on all the frontline workers, the medical people, the transportation folks, the folks in retail, the restaurant businesses, everyone that's uh, still working out there on the front lines and um, has a high level of exposure and risk. God, we also pray for those who have lost their employment. Uh, It's going through a tough time right now. And we just ask that you give strength and comfort to them as well. Father, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for episode 20 of My Heart, His Words. We'd love for you to connect with us. MyHeartHisWords at gmail.com or any of the major social media networks. Stay safe, be healthy. Until the next time.